Hi, good evening. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Purpose Unlocked. This is Lisa and Clark. I'm just here to share with you today a bit on purpose. All right. I'd like to welcome those who are in the Zoom room with me tonight. Right. And tonight is a special night, December the 13th. It is a night that I'm going to share with you the fact that my new book, Purpose, has been launched. The Kindle is now live on Amazon, and your paper, the paperback should be out real, real soon, hopefully this week. As soon as it is out, I will make a post in here on Facebook and on the the other social media platforms so that you're aware of how to get the books and what to do, right? Now, my friend on the internet, right, on Zoom, do we have anyone here who would like to express why knowledge of one's purpose is important? What does purpose mean to you? And why do you think having a knowledge of your purpose is important? My friends here online. <laughs> Just unmute your mic. Just unmute your mic, please. Just your mic. Mm -hmm. That's fine. You don't have to take off your video if you don't want to. Why is purpose important? Do you even know your purpose? Purpose is to catapult you into what God has for you, what he has put down on the inside of you. That's what purpose is for. So do we have anyone else who'd like to share? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise him. So to me, purpose is um, definitely that, that, that seed that the Lord has deposited into, into an individual, um, our, our desire, to see the purpose come through is, I think sometimes that is what is, is lacking. But we all have a purpose. Um, and hopefully we can all find that and get to it before our eyes are closed. And, and that is critical. We all have a purpose. There are many persons who think they don't have a purpose because maybe they're not academically inclined. Unfortunately, there are persons who think that way. There are persons who feel as if they're worthless, that they can't contribute. Um, sometimes I go on the road and I see persons begging, right? Apart from those who might just be habitual beggars. There are many persons who may have low self-esteem who feel that they don't have a purpose because of something someone said, an opportunity that they did not get, some roadblock that they had in their life. And it is very important for us to know that this is just not so. We were all created with a purpose. Many of us, we have, we have a main purpose and then we have different purpose that help to catapult us to our destiny, right? The ultimate end. Right. Um, each person we were made to love. Yes. We were made to serve God as well. Right. And we were made to contribute to society. Most persons only think about the contribution to society. How can they contribute to society? But they're not thinking that they, they have a purpose to love and they have a purpose to, to, to worship and to serve God. Right. 
So when we look on definition of purpose, purpose has to, purpose relates to something you were made for, right? And for those of us who are spiritual, we do believe and connect with the divine. We connect with God or maker. We connect with Jesus Christ. So those of us who are Christians, we connect with Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we believe that because it is he who made us and not we ourselves, that it is pretty important for us to ask the person who made us, what is our purpose? If you, if the dictionary says purpose is something that we were created for, then it must be the maker. What an idea as to why did he create this product, right? So unfortunately, many of us, including myself, we go through life seeking to find um, not just accomplishment, self-actualization, seeking to find satisfaction, seeking to contribute to society, seeking our purpose, but we don't even know how to get that purpose and what the purpose is. So that's the first mistake. We don't go to the maker and ask the maker, why am I here? But we ask the questions all the time to ourselves. Why am I here? How will I help society? What was I meant to do? There are many, many questions. And hence, let me tell you something. The, this book, Purpose, that I wrote, right? It was a desire for the Lord to share with his people the importance of you knowing that you were created for a reason and you have a contribution to make to society. I did not come up with the name of this book on my own. I was given an instruction to write a book and I was to call it Purpose. This journey on purpose was most interesting because first of all, the challenge that I got was to write a book to end my year strong. And as a matter, it wasn't even one book, it was two books, right? And this is in, to the end of November, the Lord said, I want you to write two books to end the year strong. And I, at first I thought that the task seemed impossible because I mean, only a few weeks were remaining for the year to end. I somehow forgot that when God gives us a task or a target, he equips us. And it so happened that the resources that I needed was already there. It was already there. God did divine alignment. He lined up everything. And what was even more interesting was that this book is timely. This book is coming out in the right season. This book is coming out in when we're preparing for the new year and when we're setting our new year's goals and many persons need, need to be directed and guided as to what to do and how to properly set their goals, not just for the new year, but so that their future will be enhanced and so that they'll be able to get the promise in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. God wants us to prosper and be of good health. All right. So today I just want to share with you a little tidbit on my book 
I want to show you what the ebook looks like. There is an ebook and there is a Kindle book. Okay, so the ebook is something rather new for me. So I want you to bear with me as I try to go through this process. I found that I found it to be a quicker way to share the material with you because it's the Christmas season and to get the books printed and shipped here, especially to Jamaica by Christmas, it will be extremely difficult. So I found a very creative way to get the book in the hands of persons. Everybody know of a mobile, whether it be a phone or a tablet or a laptop that they can read on, especially since COVID, we have started to have classes online. So I found it very timely to come up with this ebook, which is simply opened on your phone and you can flip through the pages and get to enjoy what is there in the book. No, because we're talking about season, because when it come on to purpose, by the way, we all were created for a reason, but we have different stages that we have to go through and we have different purpose that we have to accomplish to meet our main purpose, which will lead us to our destiny. When we get a little further in the book, you'll see that purpose is not just what you're meant to do, but it is an avenue right? It's an avenue. It enables, it's a roadway, it's a map. Your purpose is what is going to take you on the journey for your life and for your destiny. So I would, in, I'm going to invite Suyen to read Ecclesiastes chapter three, because to be able to get to your destiny, we have to go from point A to point B. As children, we, when, when we were just born, we were babies, we couldn't do anything. We had to learn how to roll over, to creep, to speak, to walk before we can run. And so is it with life and with some of the things that we have to do in our life. We go through stages, we go through different tests, we go through different trials. And it is through these trials that we're able to accomplish and, and by the way, persistence through the trials and the adversities that we're able to accomplish our task and our targets. So I invite Sue right now to share with us Ecclesiastes chapter three. Praise the Lord, everyone. Our scripture comes from Ecclesiastes chapter three, and I'm reading from verses one through eight. We just give God praise tonight. And it says, everything has its time. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones a time to embrace and a time to refrain from brace embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time to war and a time of peace. We praise the Lord for his words. And so yes, perfect. Powerful yes. scripture. And you see, that scripture shows you balance. 
So what I find that happens is that most of us, we have a desire to ex not just, I would say, excel, but we have a desire to, to get certain things in life, whether it be material things or not. Right. Some of us will focus more on material things than the innate things than this, this, the spiritual things. Right. Um, but what we find hard to do is to dedicate ourselves to the task to get the things done. So for, mo for many individuals, we have a problem with balance. We have a problem with knowing when to start something, when to stop. Um, a major problem that I find persons having in terms of achieving their purpose is that they don't, they need guidance, that whether it be through reading material or through mentorship. There are many persons who don't like to read. So for persons who are self-motivated, they will find books, they will find resources on the internet, they will research, and they will get the information that they need on their own. But then there are other individuals that have to be directed, that have to be pushed, that have to be poked and prodded to get whatever it is that they need. It is the desire of the Lord for each of us to know what our purpose is and for us to work towards it. Right? We must work. The Bible speaks about if we don't work, we won't eat. You understand? You're not supposed to be sitting idly by. God gave you gifts and talents. It is now time for you to use your gifts and talent to be productive, not just to society, not just to your family, but for yourself. For yourself. All right? So I'm going to now just share with you a little bit on the desktop, let me see what's here. It's asking me to choose. I'm not seeing the option to choose. Okay. Okay. So here I have, can you guys see the screen? Yes. Okay, yes, great. Can. This is a sample of my ebook, right? So the ebook says purpose, a blueprint to accomplishing God's plan for your life. And it says after wasting much time searching for her purpose, the author shares her journey to discovering her purpose and outlines the steps that one ought to take to, to take to, uh, to fulfill a God led and purpose driven life. Her life lessons are used as teachable moments for the reader and an opportunity is given as well for the reader to be guided on their purpose journey through the use of seven activities that are outlined in the book and advice that are given to prevent time wasting, failure, the feeling of void or underachievement due to an unfulfilled purpose attainment. So when we don't achieve our purpose when we're not walking or we're supposed to walk we're going to feel empty we're going to feel like something is missing we're going to we're going to just know that we're supposed to be doing something else i'm wondering what is it for some the lord will reveal whether it be through a dream for others through a minister for others through a mentor who can identify your gifts and your talent right? Especially those that are led by the spirit of God. No. Let me share what's here. So this is, this is my ebook. It starts with the, the title page. 
it speaks about the contributor in terms of who did they cover, the creative director, Mrs. Claudia Walters Fuller. She did a fantastic job on the cover page. I'd like to thank her for that, right? And then go to the book review. Here we have two book review, reviews. And um, the readers said that the first reader, Julia Collins, he stated that this project amplifies the thoughts of a spiritual architect. Can you see or do I need to zoom up? Okay, I'm zooming up. See the benefit of an ebook? You can zoom up, right? This project amplifies the thoughts of a spiritual architect in providing guidance in fulfilling one's spiritual and natural purpose. Practical application is fused with biblical insights. This book addresses all areas necessary to fulfill one's God-given potential through the use of relevant management philosophies that one would read from a book written by any leading management guru complemented by sound biblical principles. And this is a good resource if one is seeking to add value to their spiritual, personal, and professional life. And um, that is from the first reviewer. Or second reviewer, Minister McCarthy stated that this is a timeless work which delves into the personal experiences of one called before the foundation of the earth. A woman called by God to pen a work with personal excerpts of her own daily experiences with the omniscient one. This is a godsend for such a time as this. And if you're looking for a roadmap in understanding the continuum of purpose, this is your manuscript. I'm thankful and I'm humbled by the reviews, right? And I really do encourage you to get purpose today because they know what they're talking about upon reading the book. They're in, inside of this book. It's, it's not written like the ordinary management motivational books. I actually have conversations that I had have had with God written in the books, right? So my conversation with God about purpose, about me failing. Yes, me failing. I have that in it. I have... Um, in it a song that gives hope. I put in it a poem that I that I made while I'm writing the book. I put in it a, um, as a matter of fact, the book is written based on my personal experiences as to what is it that I do well from what I don't do well. And you're supposed to look on my experiences and as an example. Then you look on your life and you see, okay, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the opportunities that are there for you based on your strengths? You understand? What do you need to work on based on your weak areas, your flaws? Okay. What are the threats to you getting your purpose, whether it be now or in the future? So it has interesting activities in it. Right. I ensured when I was dead, when I thought about who I was to dedicate this book to, I thought about persons who one needed deliverance. Why? Because there are many persons who have not come to their purpose because they need deliverance. The deliverance is very important. And there are many churches who do, that do not have a deliverance ministry. They don't have a deliverance arm. There are many pastors who don't even know about deliverance. And why I would say that it is important is not just because of what happened to me, but what I know of deliverance having a deliverance ministry. One, any hindrance to your life, most of the hindrances that we see, 
relate to spiritual attacks. So if it is that you, you are fearful, that is caused by a spirit of fear. If it is that you can't get, do certain things because you have anxiety, right? That is also a spirit. Anxiety is, is a spirit as well as it is an emotion. We learn to deal with the spiritual and the natural, right? If it is, many persons did not get to complete their purpose because they killed themselves. This was encouraged by a spirit of suicide, a spirit of depression, right? If these individuals got, um, got delivered from a spirit of suicide and depression, then they'll be able to fight to know that they're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ and press. However, because they were not able to get the deliverance, unfortunately, they did not come to their purpose or their destiny. You understand? So deliverance is very important in purpose achievement. I myself, I had to go through deliverance. I never understood what deliverance was until I was about 40 years old, right? I wasn't exposed to it. I just wasn't exposed to it. So you see, ignorance is another thing. Ignorance can impact your purpose. I did not know what my purpose was because, again, there was nobody operating the prophetic around me. And there are some things that you know naturally, it's innate, it's a part of you. So many of us go down the road thinking that our natural gifts and talents, that's it, that's your purpose, when that's not necessarily so. I knew that I was creative, I know that I, I can speak, right? So there are certain things that I knew about me, but I did not know that I had a purpose to write books. Not one, not two books. This year alone, the Lord, through the Lord, I was able to write six books, right? There is one to be published, that's to be edited and published, but it's written. Okay, so in all, to ending the year strong, I have seven books now. Who could it be but God? I never even saw myself as a writer. You understand me? So the Lord, because he made me, he knows what I am capable of doing. And because of that, he fashioned me for a reason. And when it is time, when it was time for me to come into my purpose now, the Lord revealed it, right? When it is time, when it was time for me to come to my purpose, the Lord revealed it. So for me, how did I find out what my purpose was? Huh. The Lord, because I started to hear from the Lord, I could actually hear from the Lord. The, I was attending a church in town and the Lord said to me, Lisa, I would like you to return to your home church and there I would like you to teach. So the Lord used my teaching gift as a professional teacher, right? He used that gift to his glory, I started to teach Sunday school. And the Lord said, you needed to start teaching my people from scratch about me. Teach them who is God? What are my names? How, uh, how am I known? What can I do? And then each week, the Lord would give me different topics to teach on. And then he would allow me to even write in my blogs about him. So I'd share my experience in my blog on Drama Queen Chronicles, right? That 
that blog that I have, right? If you want the link, you can always go to holistichealingja.org and get it, right? So he gave me the topics and I started to teach. And one day he said he wanted me to teach on the gift of the spirit. So everybody was excited about Sunday school. The pastor would be there as a part of Sunday school. And I taught on the gifts of the spirit, right? And when I taught on the gifts of the spirit, the next day he said he wanted activation of the gifts of the spirit. Now, I don't know anything about activation of the gift of the spirit. I myself was, to me, I was just, I just got the gift of tongues in, in 2016. So I needed help. So I reached out to a sister friend in the church and I said, hey, do you know anybody who can, who, who has the gift of activating the gift of the spirit? Yes, it's the Holy Spirit that gives the gift, but God works through people. You understand? We are the vessel, right? He works through us. And she said, yes, I know someone and with that, she called uh, Pastor Marsha and Ruan Wade, and they came to our church, and they did a session, and it was a, the most exciting session they did at church. This is the first I ever see people stay at church till 3 o'clock. You understand? Because we never saw anything like that. You know, like, I never saw anything like that. I go to a traditional church, Right? So they, they spoke about the gifts through the gift of the prophetic. They would, they would um, the Holy Spirit would reveal who he wanted to give one gift to, whether it be um, wisdom, knowledge, if you're going to be a prophet or an apostle, you know, you have offices and you have the gifts. But all that revelation happened. And when church was finished, the, part, the, the minister, the guest minister, out of the blue, said something to me about my purpose. And I was shocked. He said something about my having a purpose as a warrior, right? And I was like, whoa, that was something interesting for me, right? And then, and then he said as well, something about, apart from my purpose as a warrior, he spoke about me going to have a ministry like a very popular um, minister who I would watch, right? And I was like, really? I'm going to have a, a ministry like her? And I said, okay. And I watched. And they, 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 the ministers invited me to their session that they would have on a Saturday we would meet. We'd meet at whole gardens, wonderful worship, wonderful teaching, wonderful revelation. And that is where the mentorship began for me in the prophetic, in terms of my knowing that I was a prophet. My dear friend, Dr. Bishop Reconel Simpson, he is the one who God used to let me know that I was a prophet. And he mentored me as well about ministry, about the word. We would have lunchtime discussion. We call it conversations with God. Every lunchtime we come and we sit together and we say, God, what is it that you're going to talk about today? And the Lord will just blow our mind with some stuff. You understand? So, so mentorship is important right? You need destiny helpers. Without those two destiny helpers, I would probably still be lagging. Mm. What was revealed to me through mentorship was that where I am now, I should have been there 20 years ago. But because 
I needed deliverance because of attacks that came upon my life, because of several things the enemy has a plan for us, just like oh God has a plan for us, the enemy has a plan for us. And if the enemy through distracting us can get us to delay our purpose, we won't be able to effectively function as we ought and to run the race of life or we ought and to impact people or we ought. We do not know how long we have on this earth. So it's important that we know that time is important and we use our time well, right? I got distracted, but fortunately the Lord reeled me back in before I, 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 I transitioned. But how about the numerous persons who got distracted and walked the old way, stop walking with God and don't get to, to, to repent and get back to that place where they could say, okay, Lord, I want to walk with you because they lost their life. You understand? So it's important for you to have destiny helpers and mentors. When I went to the meeting, the first time I went to this mentorship meeting, you know, wanted to see what it was about because, hey, this is the first time somebody prophesied to me like that. Nobody never prophesied to me like that. My friend is awesome. But, and here again, I'm going to tell you this. The Lord will reveal to his ministers different things about you. He will not tell any and anybody about you. So there are different people coming to your life for different reasons. So you might have your home minister, your minister at your church, and the Lord might reveal something to that minister. But the Lord may reveal something else to your mentor because the mentor may have specialization in that area. So for example, Dr. Simpson, even though he is in deliverance, he has a deliverance ministry right? He's an apostle. He teaches, right? So I learned about that through, through Dr. Simpson, okay? We learn about the word and so forth through Dr. Simpson. We learn basic stuff and advanced stuff. And when it came on to me going into missions, right? For example, I thought mission just meant that I had to go to Africa or so forth to do a mission. No, the Lord taught me practically things in terms of what to do spiritually, what to do to help people, what to do for his work so he can get the glory. And each time I was obedient and I followed the directions of the Lord, I was rewarded. Whether it be spiritually, financially, emotionally, I was rewarded. So it pays to serve the Lord. It pays to be obedient right it pays to be obedient right so share again I, I forgot that i was there talking so you won't be able to see my face right it pays to be obedient now when i went to while i was there because i'm talking about my purpose now i never knew what my purpose was i thought my purpose had to do with my job i always love to talk i love customer service i love marketing i thought that hey as a public speaker yeah that was i thought that had to do with my purpose i thought my purpose had to do with me wanting to become an entrepreneur that's what i thought my purpose was i thought my purpose was also to teach to help the young people come to me to mentor them to teach them new skills i thought that was my purpose my ultimate purpose and i said hey being a serial entrepreneur will be my ultimate purpose. I did not realize that my purpose itself was achievable, attainable, was through God. Was through God. Until that July, 
2017, when I was at Hope Garden, Pastor just prayed and he said, oh, let me come and pray for all the women that are here today. Uh, Pastor Wade didn't even touch us. Pastor Wade said, oh, Holy Ghost, let the anointing fill you or something like that. He just, he just spake and he just, just blew wind. And I fell on the ground like a roast bed food thud. <laughs> and that was my first experience in a trance, right? Nobody touched me. You know, you watch TV and you see some pastors touch people and they fall on the ground. He did not touch me. He didn't have to touch me, right? Just like how the anointing can flow over the internet right now and you can be healed and your, your purpose can be unlocked. unlocked. It's the same thing. There's no boundary with God. Okay, so while I was there on the ground in the trance, right, I could still hear a little of what's going on, you know, around me, but my focus was on what I was seeing in the spirit realm. It's the first I was seeing in the spirit realm, and what I saw and what I felt was like nothing I had felt before. Oh my God. It was pure light. I was in a place and I was in white clothes and I had a sword in my hand. This is not a dream. There are many persons who see this in their dream. This is me now awake seeing this. I'm in a place and it's just pure light. And there was a man standing in front of me and he was just pure light. And he emitted pure love. And I, and, and I let me tell you something. It was nothing I felt, it, it was like nothing I've ever experienced before. It's indescribable feeling the love that you get from Jesus. When you're around Jesus, you know it's Jesus. Your spirit man knows him. While I was there in that trance, my, I spoke. On the ground, you would hear me speaking in tongues. But in the spirit, I was speaking to God, spirit to spirit. So my mouth didn't have to open for him to hear me. My spirit man was just talking and he was talking to me and I was receiving everything what he was saying. And I held up the sword and I said to God, I said to Jesus, I will fight for you. It is my purpose. It is my destiny. I am your warrior. I will fight for you. I mean, he said to me, Lisa, do you remember all those years ago when I said to you that you have a purpose? This is it. Now, he brought back something to me that happened in 1999 when I had just accepted the Lord Jesus. I was in praise and worship at Salisbury Plain United Church. It was youth fellowship, right? And we were singing, worshiping the Lord, and light went. And in that power outage, we decided we weren't going to go home. We were going to still worship the Lord because prayers and worship were just nice. And we went out there in the moonshine, right? Near the patio right there, circled up. And we were singing. And this something just came inside of me. I don't know what it was. Nobody was there to tell me that I got filled with the Holy Ghost. All I know was that something nice just came inside of me and I never felt anything like that before in my life, right? And I heard a voice say to me, I have a purpose for you. And I just knew it was God. How did I know it was God? I don't know, but I just know my spirit man just knew it was God. And 
after that, I went searching through life for this purpose, thinking that the purpose had to do with work and school. That year, that September, I went to UTEC and I started my bachelor's degree that year, right? And after that, I went to work different places. And I thought it had to do with, with career and so forth. I didn't realize my purpose had to do with the Lord. So too, God has a purpose for you. And it is for many because they're not walking in the alignment with God. They're not walking in alignment. They don't know what it is that they're doing. You understand? Because they're not walking in alignment. Right? You have to walk in alignment with God. You have to be associated with people who can hear from God. You have to be associated with people who can hear from God for you to get what God has for you. For those persons who may be a part of a ministry that is not operating in the prophetic, don't be afraid to invite guests to come to your location. If you don't have the gift, there is somebody that have the gift. Do you understand? We're the, 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 the kingdom of God. First of all, there are many persons who don't even teach about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is inside of us, right? We're a part of a church, one big body, the body of Christ. And we all have different, different purposes. Some of us, we have the arm, some the legs, some the head. We have different gifts and all the gifts come together to help each other. So now is not a time for us to be divisive. Now is not a time for me to say, okay, because I'm Pentecostal, then this is all I will do. Now is not the time for us to say, because I am Jewish, this is what I'm going to do. Or because I am um, Adventist or Church of God or whatever it is. You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have a relationship with him. That is the key. Because it is through Jesus Christ that the Holy Spirit comes and the Holy Spirit is the giver of the gifts that you need. You may have natural gifts and talents, right? But you also need your spiritual gifts and talents to help you with this walk because you are not just physical. You are tripartite. You are mind, as a matter of fact, soul, body, and spirit. So you have the physical man, you have the spiritual man, and you have the soul, which consists of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Now, when I got up off the ground, right, when I got up off the ground and I had that encounter with the Lord, I had no idea what the Lord did to me, if he did something to me. I just thought that it was the most amazing experience I ever had in my life. And that, hey, after all, I did not get to become a soldier in the JDF, but I'm going to be a soldier for Christ. So the Lord himself allowed me to know what my purpose is. And that confirmed what the minister had said to me. The minister said that I was going to be a particular type of warrior. I had no idea what he was talking about, but my spirit man knew because the Lord revealed it to my spirit man. And that was amazing. The next, very next day, I went to church. We had a charge service and the deliverance ministry started right there. I sat in the church. A lady was there from another location. She just came out of the hospital and the Lord said to me, go over to her and I want you to say something to her. And I was like, oh, me? 
Me? Supposed to shame me? Me not, me not talk to her like that. That's what, yeah. Sometimes, you know, we hear the little voice, the voice of God talking to us, and we ignore the voice of God, you know, thinking that, hey, maybe it's not God that is talking, right? Yes, the soft voice, the soft voice saying, come. The soft voice that says, no, don't do that. That soft voice that says, I love you. That soft voice, right? The voice of Jesus. Jesus. The voice that will never leave you nor forsake you. He, he, I decided. Listen, I believe you're muted. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. We lost the connection. <laughs> we lost the connection and um, the, the system automatically muted me. So what was the last thing you heard? I believe you were speaking about wondering if it was your mind, I think, when the Lord told you to go over to that individual. Okay. All right. Thank you. So, so yeah, I got, I, 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 after having my experience and proving the Lord for myself that day, I realizing that, Hey, he is really is alive. He's love. He's light. He's truth. I said, you know what? If it's Jesus talking to me, I don't want him to get angry with me. So I got up and I went to the lady and I said, excuse me, may I speak with you for a minute? Um, the Lord wanted me to share something with you. I'll know in a minute, know where God was saying, oh, but that's what I did. We went around to the back and as I opened my mouth, I started to speak in some sort of Asian language and she fell on the ground. And that's how the deliverance ministry started. I didn't, I didn't even have to touch her. I just spoke and she, things just started to happen. She started to, you know, spirits just started to leave. Things started to happen. And it was a very amazing day where we had a move of God at our location. Something that I never saw yeah, I never saw before like that, you know. Um, so the Lord is the one who knows your gift. He knows your ultimate purpose. He knows what your talents are. He knows what your spiritual, yes, you have spiritual gifts and you have natural gifts, please, people, yes. Fortunately, the Lord wanted me to become a professional teacher because he knew that it would enhance my spiritual gift of teaching. All right. So I was called to teach, but I was also called in the prophetic. Okay. I was called 
to do his work as um, to do healing and deliverance. So my mandate, he gave me Luke 4, verse 18, and he says, this is what I've ordained you to do. That wasn't in my wildest dream. I wanted to be a nurse when I was little because I was caring, a nurse. But I didn't become a nurse because I had the fear of dealing with the dead. That was just the reality. But when I look on the irony of it all, <laughs> through having the fear of dealing with the dead, seeing that the Lord sent me at one point to even raise the dead. And at that time, when I went to raise the dead, there was no fear in me. There was just no fear in me. When it comes out to doing God's work, the things that hamper us, the hindrances in our life, it's not there when you have the power of the Holy Ghost. So it is very critical for you to develop a relationship with the Lord and have a walk with the Lord because he knew you from before you were found in your mother's womb and he can tell you what your purpose is. So so many of us, our purpose might be to even some simple things, what we consider simple, such as to bring happiness to people, bring happiness. Yes, that is a purpose for some to bring happiness. Now, let me take a look at the book. Here in this ebook, you see where my first chapter here, chapter one speaks about, if you seek, you shall find, right? So if you're not sure about something, go to the Lord, go to a mentor, right? I would advise you to go to the Lord first, right? And the Lord will reveal to you in this book, we have activity one that speaks about what it is that you are created to do. So this isn't just a book that you're going to read. This is a book where you're expected to participate in. This is like you're in class and you're learning. So activity one, what, what am I created to do? It's a planning tool. So you're going to do your planning and this will help you, especially for those of you who are doing a new year's resolution. You might need to go back to school. You might need to find an additional source of income. How am I gonna get that additional source of income? You don't know, but you're gonna plan, right? You're gonna plan, all right? So that is, that is, that is what you use. You use, the, you use the planning tool right now, all right? To do that, okay? Next, goal sharing activity. We have a goal sharing, goal, not goal sharing, goal setting activity that is there as a part of the planning tool. And then I start to speak about spiritual purpose. Now, let me tell you something. Writing, writing a book when you're spirit led is different from writing a book by doing research, right? The Holy Spirit will prepare you. He'll give you the information. He will lead you to the tools that you need. All the books that I have written are spirit-led. Even the book that, um, the history book, even the history book, Visionaries, was spirit-led. Because the, the information that is in that book, I tried to research for years to find information and could not find that information. You understand? I tried for years and could not find the information. However, the Holy Spirit led me to resources, resources that I did not know existed. So when you have the Holy Spirit, you have an advantage. All right. So the next thing now, so the Holy Spirit will reveal your spiritual purpose. 
Um, so how does the Holy Spirit reveal his spiritual purpose? If you have a walk with him, if you have a relationship with him, he can speak to you. And he can also do it through your mentor if you have a spiritual advisor or a mentor. On page 77, I speaks about failure would impact your purpose. There are many individuals who experience failure and because of this, they give up. They don't have the fortitude to keep trying. Failure is a natural part of life. We are not failures, but we are not perfect. So we will not be good at everything. The things that we are not good at, it is not for us to get frustrated. It is for us to say, okay, we can accept that we are not perfect and we are not good in this area, but we are good in other things. And where we can get help in the areas in which we are weak, we get the help right there. All right. So failure will definitely impact your purpose. And failure can be caused by several things, more so spiritual related hindrances. Many persons do not know that there are spiritual related hindrances. I have seen it again. If you don't get deliverance, suppose, suppose you're impacted by a spirit of laziness. There are many persons who do not know that there's such a thing as a spirit of laziness. Laziness can impact your purpose. There are some things that are generational curses, some things that are handed down through the generations, right? One day I saw something, um, a crab spirit, right? A crab spirit. And what I saw with that crab spirit that was impacting the individual was that it's like the crab was inside of a container and all the other crabs, the crab was trying to come out of the container to go towards its purpose. And the other crabs in the container try to reach down and to pull back down the crab into the container. There is such a thing. So it is important for us to get deliverance from our hindrances and the things that are natural, such as maybe it is that we need information, we get taught. Maybe it is that we need to practice certain things, we do what we need to do. But the importance is that whatever the hindrance is, the thing that is preventing you from walking into your purpose, that it is revealed. Now, in this chapter that deals with failure, this is where purpose is defined. And it is very important for me to define to define purpose, just as much as it was important for me to speak about the reason why people fail. And one of the key takeaways from that, that chapter, I wrote it on the back of the book, right? That people do not fail because they're lazy, which is a it, 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 that, that is a misconception that many persons have that that is the main reason why people fail because they are lazy. No, people fail because they're not equipped to win. They're not equipped to succeed. Yes, they are not equipped to pass the test. No, it is for the person to find out why is it that they're not equipped? Could it be that they need training? Could it be that they need deliverance? Could it be they just need some information, right? So could it be they need resources? Could it be they need money? Could it be they need, they need guidance, they need teaching? People fail. Nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to be labeled a failure. You are not failures, right? You're not failures. 
And especially if you're a Christian, you need to better remember Romans 8, right? You are, you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You understand? You are not condemned. You understand? These are, you have to hold on to the word of God to rise above your obstacles. So um, I spoke about your purpose is connected to your existence as well as experiencing failure. You know, how it can dissuade you from achieving your purpose. I also left you with an encouragement that says, do not try to fit in. So there are many persons who try to fit in. I've tried to fit in many times because I'm seen as odd. So I'm in an environment, I'm with a group of persons and I might be seen as being unusual. And because of that, I might, you know, don't play my gifts or my talents or I don't want to open my mouth because I don't want people to be scared when the revelation start. But what the Lord is saying is this, you are special. You need to accept your uniqueness. It, it, it took quite a while and several lessons from the Lord for me to know, accept and understand this, that not everyone will understand me, nor understand my purpose, nor understand my gift, nor understand how God uses me. Not even ministers, not even my closest friends. God used me how he wants to be used for his glory and for, 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 for his kingdom to be magnified. If I don't even understand my gift, how can I expect others to understand it? So I just had to just settle with knowing that I am special. And God says that his plan is not to harm me, but to give me hope and a future and expected end. And who God wants to be with me, who he wants to be my three, like oh Jesus had his little crew. They will be there with me. I can tell you this. When the Lord calls you, he equips. So just like how the Lord might give you a gift of singing, he may equip you with the person who will help to launch your career. It's the same thing when it comes on to the spiritual. The Lord will equip you, right? So don't try to fit in. Your uniqueness may have a niche, yes, a market. Because I am sure there are many persons out there in the world who might have unusual spiritual gifts like I do. And they're afraid to come out, to speak about it, to let anybody know it. Because they have been ostracized, they have been rejected, they have felt ashamed, they have felt unworthy, they have gotten church hurt. They have heard persons in ministry say, hey, you could not have the Holy Ghost inside of you because, oh, maybe you're being used as a medium, so you're not of God. Life from the pit of hell. There, you see, God is the giver of gifts. And that you can find in the Bible. What is important is what you use your gifts to do. If you were watching the Armada Ready conference last week, you would have seen on the recording where the Lord did have made a little surprise visit. And he spoke about how he gave his gifts and how he wants his gift to be used. There's a thin line between the prophetic and witchcraft. God gives us gifts. There are many persons who are natural prophets, in case you don't know that, right? But when you're not connected to the source, when you're not connected to light, when you're not connected to God, you give way for other spirits to use you. 
Yeah. And that is how diviners and astrologers get to and you know get to do their work and obia men and the juju man and all these people get to do their work. Spirits get to use them because we are vessels. We are vessels, humans were made as vessels. So if you choose, if God ordained you from birth or before birth to be a prophet, and you start to see the spirit realm from your small. It is for you now to get a mentor, understand what it means to see in the spirit realm, for them to guide you accordingly. Because if you don't guard your heart, if you don't guard your spirit, you can be swayed to go into the other side. You can be swayed to be working for the enemy. And believe you me, I am going to tell you this, that when you don't work for God, you work for the enemy. There are many persons who have the gift of the prophetic and they dream and they see numbers. And instead of using their gifts to the Lord's glory, they use it to play the lotto. Yes. The gift of the prophetic is what persons use to estimate whether they can win the lottery or not. The prophetic gift in case you never know. Do you understand? So you're learning something tonight. There are many gifts. There are some persons who I know from, the, from their children. They can see in the spirit realm. Naturally, they're walking on the road. They see a spirit on the road. Before growing up, we used to hear about Dopey. And as far as I knew, I thought Dopey was a myth. I thought spirits were just a myth. And that is why it's important for us to know the word of God and for us to teach the word of God in our church. It's not, no, you see, especially with all the warfare that's happening. No, it's not the time for us to just come and preach a pretty sermon because we want our audience to feel good. No, it's not the time for us to just come up with a motivational lesson. No, it's the time for us to use the word of God effectively and creatively to equip equip the members of the kingdom of God so they know what they ought to do and build the ministry and build God's kingdom because Christ is coming back soon. Now, this book is not just for Christians. This book is for the general public who wants to know about achieving your purpose. And there are some keys about, there are some keys to achieving your purpose that I have included here in the book, right? So I start off with a scripture and then I have the introduction. I will not be able to go through a lot here because it's 200 and something pages, all right? 200 and something pages. But here is a part of my introduction and in it, I wrote a poem. I wrote a poem. I wrote a poem and it says, although we know life's road is rough and that times make it hard and things might get tough, we have a hope that we will gain our life's reward and purpose through our pain. There is no purpose without pain. And with pain, there is always something to gain. And this is the thing that we run from all the time. Going through the pain, going through the process of achieving our purpose. Through pain and sweat, through tears and trials, through many regrets and difficulties, we often forget that this is when we are tested. When some give up and others might decide that, you know what, let me go against the green and then get arrested because they do what they're not supposed to do. No, some stand still and some trod on. Some stay in hope from dust till dawn. They make their way up life's rough road. Some avoiding potholes and some hitting deep holes. Yet, 
throughout the obstacle course that one calls life. We must not give up. We must all unite to take a stand when things get rough, when times get hard, or if we're in a rut. If we move in circles or we get off track, we must find ourselves on the purpose map. As this is the road on which your purpose runs, it is life's journey and the race can be fun. So end your race and do not quit. Receive your reward and achieve your destiny. Right? <laughs> now listen to me. We hope that you will experience your hope, the joy of faith, when you realize that there is a pearly gate. So make every attempt. Do not delay. Your purpose in life is like a relay. So hold on to the button and don't stop running until your life has ended and your journey is completed. No matter the circumstance, just do not quit. Fight the good fight of faith and move past regrets. Love more, release hate, and the negative things that bring hindrances and bad experiences. Hold on to the good and treat people well. To get your just reward and to avoid going to hell. Most of all, stay connected to the source who will keep you on track. So you do not get off course or experience lack. He knows your purpose, your needs, your thoughts. He observes your actions and sees every deed. He created you and he only wants to love you, to not inflict great pain upon you. Yes, I say this because there are many persons who are afraid of God. They are afraid to develop a relationship with God. It's as if they feel they're going to hurt or something if they choose God. But this is not so. But God, he will test and strengthen you to be sure that you are fortified for each stage of the journey which will make life worthwhile and you will appreciate the memories. So don't be afraid to become more aware of the purposeful way. So be purpose-driven. Remember this, you are not a failure. We only fail when we are not equipped to win. And that is my charge to you today. That's the poem that I have here in the introduction. And this poem was written November 29th, right? Right. So here we have chapter one. If you seek, you shall find. We speak about the things we are created to do. We see here we have some space where you can write. There are many questions to ask, right? The example with me, right? I ask you, do you like to help? What area would the area of hospitality be interesting to you? Now, listen to me. Hospitality is not just for you to go work in the hotel and tourism sector. It can be in the church. Maybe you want to serve. Maybe you love to serve communion. Maybe you want to, to, to be an usher in the church, right? God gives all of us gifts. So I make some statements here and I answer them. Okay, I was created to excel. And I stated why I was created to excel right and then i ask you the question here here you may not be academically inclined 
and that's okay. However, I'm sure that you're talented with a special gift. Write your answer below or write it in your notebook. So for those of you who are using the ebook, you get your own notebook and you write in the notebook. But for those of you who have the printed book, you can write it in the printed book. I was created to compete. I gave an example why I was created to, to compete and what I do. You notice with the ebook, you can easily zoom out or zoom, zoom in using your mouse, right? So I was created to help my community. I'm creative. They're different things. Do you have this burning desire? Now, at the end of the day, all these things that you write out, right, in the book, they are going to be compiled, right, in a list of activities. Here we have activity one. I was born to. I was created to do. And you're going to write the things that you do well right there, okay? That's the activity one, right? And then we speak about actions and opportunities. We move on, right? As you go through the book, you're going to see scriptures in the book because I'm Holy Spirit led. I love the Lord. You're going to learn about the power of words, okay? And planning. Planning. So everything that you do here, it's going to lead out. It's going to help you with your planning. So you have your goal, you have your goal, you're, you're going to talk about the, the hindrances, the, the goal, they should go down, the goal, the resource, the timeline, and the opportunity. You're going to write the goal here, what the goal is. Here's an example. This goal is to develop, let me zoom up. This goal is to develop a closer relationship with the Lord. What are some of the things that you need for that goal? And that's a good goal for you to set at the beginning of the year. New Year's, New Year's coming up. What are these goals, right? So this is an example. And then I put some more here. You're going to do the same thing, right? You're setting your goal. You're going to have your goal setting sheet, okay? So this, that's a planning tool. Now I'm talking about some of the things that entrepreneurs, that factors that affect entrepreneurs. So you might be an entrepreneur. You might not even sure you want to be an entrepreneur, but those factors there are important. I share a story about some of the things that hindered my life and what happened and how the Lord helped me to get through them. Okay. So the stories are there to help to motivate you and for you to also reflect and to say, okay, how has the Lord helped me? What are some of the things that are happening in my life to help me to be where I am today? Here we have activity sheet two. You're going to write down your spiritual goals, your financial goals, your educational goals, and it's important because they need balance. All right? It can't all be about church. It can't all be about money or material things. But you have to invest in your mind as well. Remember, your mind is important. It's a gateway and you have to guard your heart because out of it flow the issues of life. So you must invest into your education, whether it be directly or indirectly. You, you can go on the internet and download a whole lot of books are there, a whole lot of free courses are there, right? You, um, you can go to hard trust and get a skill, get a trade. There are so many different places you can go and learn. There are so many ministries that teach. Even, my, even the ministry that the Lord has provided me with, all these healing ministries, the conferences you learn, you, you can go on the YouTube page and you can, you can learn about what we taught on, on each conference. In August, we had a history conference when I partnered with Barrel Nation and to the Ambassador Sir Dwight Rust. We shared on emancipation and history. 
and the history was deeply spiritual, not just what happened in Jamaica, but what happened behind the scenes. So you must invest in your mind. Your mind is important because out of your mind, it's going to inflect how you think or you act. Here we have some other goals here. What are your business goals? What are your family goals? Your mentally, emotional, your soul needs, right? In goal setting, what are the resources you need? Important. Separate them, write them down, and then you have your notes right here, right? We have our spiritual purpose that I look on. I shared with you some of the things that I did that impacted my, impacted my uh, purpose. Why it is that it was 20 years delayed when it was revealed what the Lord did, what are the factors that affected my purpose, and then the conversations with God. You're going to see them highlighted in italics. Everything that is here is a direct quotation from, from God, from through the Holy Spirit, where he says, here, let me zoom up this one because I'm sure you can understand this one here. Listen to this. It is man's purpose to navigate life using his gifts, his skills, his talent, and his ultimate aim is to be the very best version of himself, right? But the biggest hindrance that man has is fear. That is one of the biggest hindrances that we have. So he speaks about the hindrances. He speaks about quite a few hindrances are there. Quite a few hindrances are there, right? We have to go through the book to get all of this. It's a lot. Speaks about failures. That's in chapter three, right? How, how is it that it's connected to your existence, right? And, and not just personal failure, but organizational failure. Here you see here, there are many individuals and organizations that experience failure because they are not operating how they are designed to operate. They're not doing well. They're not doing what they were created to do. When you come up with a concept in your mind that you want to run a business, you know, that's, that's a spiritual area that you're working with right there. The Lord give you the idea. And the business was established because of this particular purpose and the idea that came into your mind. There are many businesses, the Lord said, they're not operating how they ought to because, so they, because of that, they're experiencing failure. Let's zoom back out. Right? So the questions are there, but failure can be useful. How can failure be useful? Right? How? Some persons might not say, oh, you know, a failure can never be useful. Yes, failure can be useful. How is it? How can it be useful? Right? Oops. So here, I'm at the part where there are 32 things, 32 reasons why people fail. I listed 32 reasons, and I'm sure you may be able to come up with some more reasons why people fail. 32 reasons why people fail. Imagine that. And most of the times, you only think about one reason. And we think, oh, people fail because they're lazy. People, that's the reason why people fail. No, at least 32 reasons are there. And then at the end of it, a song about hope, right? In the next chapter, chapter four, I speak to keys to achieving your purpose. And I also mention developing your natural talents and gift, first of all. And then I have an example of a personal SWAT sheet where you're going to look on your strengths, look on your weaknesses. Here we have what are some of the things that's going to impact you? Money, maybe you don't have a network, maybe you don't, maybe you don't take risks well. 
You understand? So those things, you look at them, right? When you're finished, we're looking at even emotional things. And when you're finished, we have the self-assessment sheet right there that you go through. See, it's an activity sheet. It's a book. It's like a textbook. You're back at school again. But this time you're working on you. You're working on your total man. Soul, body, spirit. You understand? What are my greatest strengths? You find your book and you note it and you write it in there. Okay? What areas do I need improvement in? What are the opportunities available? Put them there. Right? Even important things such as obeying the law. We're going to have to deal with our anger, deal with, do things, the things that are right. Right? And, yeah. I speak to having a positive mindset. I spoke to mastering skills. Right? Don't focus on the impossibilities. There are many things that I've done that I thought, you know what, it don't look perfect, God. Mm -mm. Uh, 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 this to me is not a true representative of you and the Holy Spirit said, go ahead. It is not what you think. It is good enough for people to get the message. It is good enough for people to get the message because if it Holy Spirit was to wait on me till everything is all perfect the way I want to see it, time is going to be impacted. The people who are supposed to be helped won't get help. God knows why. There are certain things we have that impact us here, like letting things go, letting go pain, hurt, regret, fear, the what if, the memories. There are many persons who can't move on with their life because they have a lot of things inside that they need to let go, they need to empty. Um, there are persons who, don't, who give up easily, they don't know about tenacity, they don't know what, what it means to keep going, even in the midst of adversity. Keep going. Let me tell you something, people. It's not easy to be in a ministry. The Lord had me write my first book when I was grieving. Two weeks after my mom's funeral, two exactly two weeks, the Lord said to me, I want you to write the book that I told you about. Right? Paradise. That's what he said to me. And I said, God, how can, you, how can you expect me to do this? I'm still grieving. Don't I have the right to grieve? And the Lord said to me, but you know where she's already, why are you grieving? And to me, she's not here with me physically. And I'm here having this conversation with God. And God is saying to me, eh, yeah, like you're, you're wasting time right now. You need to go and share the experiences. What happened with your mother? Where is she? Why is it that one should have a hope in me? When you are with me, this is where the person goes when they transition. It's, it's not wasting my time crying and saying, oh, she's not here with me for me to go and touch and kiss and all of that. Share with the world so they too can get to enjoy what your mother is enjoying. I got very discouraged. I lost a lot of confidence, not just through my book, but because of what I called a per or what man called up, not me, man also as well called a perceived failure, right? For the miracle that happened and the negative connotations that came along with it. So it impacted my confidence, right? And God reminded me time and time again, the statement is right there on the screen. It doesn't matter what people think about you. It is what he thinks that matters. Do you understand me? God said, it's what I think about you that's important. So it is time for us to know, stop thinking about people and think about what the Lord says. You understand? 
looking on, I'm on chapter five here, the hindrances to the purpose. Now, this is a big chapter in the book because there are many hindrances, many hindrances, right? In, in, in this, I spoke to pain. I spoke to the fact that all of us have a purpose, why pain is important and, and what happens. As then I spoke about um, some of the hindrances that include, you know, misfortunes, trust, a whole lot of them, a whole lot of them, a whole lot of them. I can't go through them right now. It's for you to come and get this book and invest in your future. Give this book to a youngster. Give this book to a youngster who, who, who's sitting idle by on the street, rolling up, grab her in him hand, in his hand middle. You understand? Not knowing what to do with himself. Give this book to somebody who has a little hope. We have the electronic version, we have the Kindle version, we have the regular ebook version right here, right? Where it can be downloaded and shared, right? So there are no limits. There are no limits right now. Just checking to see if I'm, am I still muted? No, we can hear you. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. All right. So there, there are no limits. You can get it. This can be emailed. This can be sent in a link. The ebook. I like it. There's actually a video in this of the introduction as well. Right. Here, God revealed to me. I'm sharing some parts of my personal diary with you, where I had no idea what God had planned for me. But on February 2, God said that I'm going to be a historian. You understand? He said I'm going to be helping others against, you know, to fight the cause against oppression. And that is something that I do, that I do because of God. God hates oppression. I hate oppression. And through this, even, you know, he allowed me to have the conference in the summer. And it was very eye-opening. You understand? So there, there is so much that you can learn. And we learn through people's experience we learn through our elders and what they have gone through before we must learn history is here for a reason and this book purpose is here to prevent you from going through the earth and the pain and the things that i went through a lot of the hindrances i had was because i hurt i did not take risk because of hurt and pain because of loneliness lack of or loss of love i whether did things prematurely right or got a lot of did a lot of self damage because of it those things impacting my purpose you understand hmm. zoom down anybody's hear anything so far that seem interesting to them learning anything so far I hope that you have seen something that is, 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 is interesting to you right now. There is so many things that can impact your purpose, right? There are many persons don't even know that ignorance would impact them. Unfavorable circumstances, even your very own thought can impact your purpose, okay? So it's crucial for you to know this wrong alignment you're with the wrong in a wrong relationship you're with you're with you're with the wrong group instead of sitting down on the corner on the roadside with your bedroom and and and, and every day 
how about you sit with them once once during the week or you play domino and the other days you read you learn something online you do something productive because those things impact you right not kicking out on anybody and just you call it using an example right on how time wasting can impact us being improperly positioned is another thing sometimes we're improperly positioned because of spiritual warfare too you might be on this particular job and you, the Lord actually wants you to be in a supervisory position. But because of warfare, because this person there don't like the, 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 the spirit that is within you, they try to prevent you from getting your promotion. So because you're not walking in the supervisory position, you won't get what the Lord has for you. So there's a delay. Being improperly positioned is important. And that's just one example. Right, be improperly positioned. Me talks talks about um, even even in your environment, your regular environment, your family. You understand so many things that can impact you. Even giving, even giving, and you know. So I'll encourage you today to get purpose. Purpose is very affordable for Kindle. It's nine dollars for the ebook. It is fifteen hundred Jamaican dollars or 15 US dollars exchange rate, you're getting a deal off this exchange rate right now. It's a sale because it's a pre-Christmas sale that I'm doing. So you can get it for that. And when the paperback is ready within a day or so, I'll let you know if it goes live tonight or tomorrow, right? When the paperback is ready, right? Um, then it's $20, $20 plus shipping and handling, by the way, for persons who buy in group, if you buy bulk, then you can get a discount if you buy through me. You can buy on, you can, you can go through PayPal, through my PayPal, paypal.me, Lisa and Clark, right? Or you can also look at Holistic Healing JA. So you can do it by the email, holistichealingja at gmail.com or Lisa and L-Y-S-S-A-A-N-N-2 at yahoo.com. That's for PayPal, right? So here we are. You have an activity here where you can look on the situations that has hindered your life, the things that impact your life, and you'll help to propel your way now out of that situation into your new life, into your purpose, into your future, into your new work. Okay? And with that, now we're going to look on the type of fruits that you're going to bear, the types of fruits that you should bear. Why is it that you need to be a spirit-led individual and why it is that you need to be producing fruit? If we are of the true vine and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus is the true vine. If we are of him, we're going to produce because Jesus produced. Jesus the greatest prophet, the greatest deliverance minister. He had great followers. He worked miracles. He did a lot of things. He was a great teacher. He was a philosopher. You understand? And since he did it and his spirit lives in us, then we can also do it too. What fruits are you bearing? Write them down. Don't negate the things. There are some little things. There are some things that we consider not important that is important to the Lord. Even if you go and you pray for somebody, that's important to the Lord. If you give a word of encouragement, that's important to the Lord. You understand? Important to the Lord. How, how, how will you preserve your purpose? There are several things that you can do to preserve your purpose, right? And that includes how to fight. Now, because this is not a warfare book, 
I did not go in depth in fighting, but I directed you to some of my other books that have the warfare prayers and more teaching on warfare and fighting. But there are three basic concepts that I included in this book, as well as a roadmap here. This is a roadmap, the destiny roadmap. And at the end of the road, here we have our destiny. At the end of the road, we have our destiny and we have the hindrances that can help or impact your purpose journey. Here we have the vehicle here, which is gonna take um, all your gifts, your talents, your skills, your aptitude, your ability, your personality, all these things that are bundled up inside of you, right? This is you on the journey on the purpose road. And the purpose is a vehicle that is helping you to get to your destiny. Where, on, where the journey ends depend on your help or your hindrances. And it depends on you, how persistent you are to persevere to get to your destiny. All right? So you have the worksheet there that you go through, right? It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's worthwhile. It's an investment into your life. It's an investment into your future. It's an investment into your, for your destiny. It's important. Here I speak to mentorship, the importance of mentorship and leadership and why leadership is critical to your success. So I encourage you here um, on leadership. And I have an illustration as well here that is important to your purpose and how being connected to God is important to your purpose and what can happen, right? We have here activity seven where I ask you 10 questions, 10 questions that you're expected to answer, right? And at the end of the day, after you finish your investment, I would like you to email me to um, come on my website for you to like the book, for you to share, for you to comment, and for you to let me know how this book has helped you. How, how, how does it have you thinking? What is it that you're prepared to change, to do? Because, you know, you're now motivated because of this book. I want to hear more from you. I want to hear about your purpose. I want to know that God has unlocked your purpose. There are some things that can only be done after it is revealed through the Lord. So I may be having workshops, different sessions, right? Where we do purpose unlocking. Where we do purpose unlocking. Here we see here the back of the book. This is the back of the book. Speaks about the activity sheet and so forth. All right. So that's it. So I know that the Lord wants to unlock. When we had our conference last week, he did some unlocking. And it, uh, yeah. So I think I'm going to be addressing one particular person here right now regarding purpose and purpose unlocking as I can feel the anointing on me right now. So I'm going to stop sharing. I'm gonna come back to this. How are you now? How are you? How, how are you? And what do you think so far about what I've shared? Awesome. <laughs> I indeed learned a lot tonight. You did okay. I like I like the fact that you uh, spoke about 
folks who are born and have that prophetic gift over there delve into the dark side and begin to use it for other gains. As noted, a lot of the Obia practitioners and even some of them who may practice santeria, bearing, bearing other forms of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we know the Bible says, suffering at a witch to live. So hopefully those people will make it back on the Lord's side. Yes, definitely. That is our prayer, you know. If, if you know, sometimes we wish that the Lord would just try them dead. But you know, the, the Lord says it is it is will for anybody to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So true, true. some are so stubborn, you know. But we just pray and hope that instead of trying to hurt God's people, that they will see the truth, they will see the light, and they will they will repent, they will repent, change their ways, you know, and to be able to testify about the goodness of God and why people should worship the one true God. Right? So yeah, why we should worship the one true God. So um, let me, before I do the purpose unlocking, just show you one, one quick thing for those of you who right here, right now, might want to see the Kindle book. It's a little similar. The paperback will be linked to the Kindle, so it should not be a problem for you to get it online. Right? Let me click on share. And this is, hold on a second. So here is the Kindle, right? It allows you to preview the book and the links are there. The links are there for the content page and the Kindle is $9.99, all right? Seven chapters, 200 and I think it's 260 pages, a worthwhile investment for your life, for your future, for your purpose. And then we will do follow-ups with workshops. We will do follow-up with purpose unlocking on the internet. We will definitely do some ministry because at this time, the Lord wants his people to come into their purpose. There are too many who are dormant. There are many who don't even know that they are gifted, right? Many individuals don't know that they're gifted. So now is the time. Am I still in the sharing thing? Just a minute, let me. Right. Now is the time more than anything else for purpose to persons to walk into their purpose, right? So, Father, we thank you because you're light and you're truth. And right now, I just invite your presence even to be more obvious, more felt among the team that is here today. Mighty God, I just thank everyone who showed up tonight. I speak an abundance of blessings and joy upon you. I pray that every gift that the Lord has for you and your purpose, that you will not only achieve it, but that you will continue to grow daily in leaps and in pounds. I pray that a blessing will just rain upon you even now. I call for the gift of healing for someone here. Who is it? 
Mighty God. So stretch out your hand even now. So, so because Christ suffered, we too suffer for Christ. The prophets themselves, they had to suffer. They had to go through a lot of tests and trials. And so too are we in this, 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 in this dispensation, in this season, this era. We still have to go through our tests and our trials. The Lord of to be considered worthy. We have to increase the gift of faith. And that is true, the word of God, hearing and doing the things that the Lord asks us to do. And right now, the Lord is saying that you are faithful in adversity, he says. He's saying that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And he says today he wants to unlock some things and he wants to give you a gift. So, Sue, as I stretch my hand out to you even now, I'm going to release upon you according to the power of the Holy Spirit. He says he wants you to get the gift of healing even now. Receive the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. A walk in power, walk in victory. Knowing that you have a God who is able to do mighty things even now. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Use it for yourself. Use it for the honor and glory of the kingdom of God. You will feel a fire come upon you. Use it so I can get the glory, says the Lord. Our God is a consuming fire. And he's saying even now that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Take your hand and put it on your belly right now, he says. Let me show you something, says the Lord. Take your hand and put it on your belly even now. And speak to yourself, he says. He says, speak to your purpose, even now, he says. He says, speak a blessing over yourself, even now. I call forth your purpose as a healing and deliverance minister. The shackles are broken, says the Lord. You have been delivered. Put your keep your hand on your belly. Watch me do great and mighty things through you, says the Lord. As your purpose through me is unlocked today. You have to suffer like I suffered, says the Lord. Purpose. 
but joy will come in the morning for you, my child, says the Lord. You will dance like David dance, says the Lord. I love you, Mandela. You will heal many through my spirit, says the Lord. And through your obedience to me, says the Lord, your King of glory. And he sent forth his word and he healed them from all infirmities and all afflictions. Send forth the word of God. Speak the life into those who you come across. You can practice going into some hospice, into some places, he says, yeah, into some hospitals, yeah, to your neighbors, because the important thing he says is that I am within you. Now is the time when people need healing more than anything else. People need a miracle. In this time of COVID, says the Lord, people need a miracle. You will bring pleasure to many, even those under the in transit. <laughs> even those in transit, you will bring pressure to, says the Lord. I see you take a touch somebody on the shoulder. But on the God is giving you grace and God is giving you a fresh anointing today to walk in, sister. We love the Lord and we thank Him for everything that He has done. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Purpose unlocked for somebody tonight. We give God the glory and the honor and the praise tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. More people to get help tonight, mighty God. I hear it is well. It is well, Marsha. It is well. It is well. Thessalonica. It is well. It is well. It is well. I have blessed you to be a blessing to many. Little is much when God is in it. And for the, those of us who are here, he says, we will receive the blessing of the Lord. We are already blessed. But it is a good thing when man can come together in unity and support each other, says the Lord. It's a good thing when we can come together in unity. Marsha, I love you and I know you love me. Don't be confused. I bind the spirit of confusion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I said, don't return. Every mind-binding spirit leave. Every spirit of fear leave in the name of Jesus. Don't return. Don't return. 
Rabababa sindiki enere kundorobo shiene kundorobo shata Rabababa neki enere shata Rabababa sandai kundorobo sandara ki enere shata Rabababa sheki enere sandai in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Mighty God rada shiene we call forth everything that has been delayed in this daughter's life even now. We call forth confidence, more confidence upon confidence into this daughter's life even now, mighty God. We pray that she will go forth to inspire many, many, many her age group and many older than her. That I will shut up to see what it means to be able to achieve through the power of the Lord. La, 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 la. Oh, no, 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 no. We declare that she will be a life changer. And an example as to what it means to be huh? a destiny changer. Lord, you using that word. I thought about seeing it. To be a destiny changer. Because the Lord of a that while the Lord has his plan, the enemy has his plan too. And many persons are going down the wrong road too. That they bet the destiny that the enemy has assigned. But we decree and we declare, Lalabo Shatter, that through Marsha's influence, that lives will be changed through her acting, through her drama, through the creative arts, through speech, Laba, Robo Shiende, through even the gift of tongues that the Lord is going to give her, even now. The gift of tongues, the Lord says, you're going to be able to inspire people through the gift of tongues. So whatever it is that the Lord has spoken into your life, even now, mighty God, we decree and we consider it done. I see you speaking before a lectern. I see the lectern before you with a mic. I'm not even sure what kind of a speaking engagement it is that God is going to use you to do. But the image of this person, and I don't even know this person, but the person I see here, she has some sort of braid in her hair. In the dead about she had to turn it. It is nicely stylish. She's standing at a lectern. So I don't know if this is in the future or if it's something in the past. But we're going to give God the honor and the glory and the praise because that he's going to be lifted up through this daughter. And we pray and we go about shut and we acknowledge that confusion will have no lot and part to her. And that she will fight the gift of faith even now. I'm getting the name of somebody who is not here even now as we wrap up. I'm still hearing Nicole for I know the plans I have for you. Still again hearing Nicole, for I know the plans I have for you. Continue to walk in the way of righteousness. It is not planned to harm you. It is planned to prosper you. It is planned to give you hope on the future again. Nicole, say another but let me reassure you that nothing harmful will happen to you. Whatever it is that you go through, whatever test that you go through, I've equipped you already to pass them. Do not be afraid because thy Lord, thy God will go before you and you will not let the waters overtake you. Though you go through it, you go through, the, you go through the flood, they shall not overtake it, they shall not consume you. Be assured 
that God is your way maker. Be assured. Be assured. Even now. And for Thessalonica, I can't even pronounce it. Nononiki. There is greater things coming for you, says the Lord. Once you're settled, speaking to your spirit man even now. So so we consider what the Lord has declared, finish it is signed, sealed, and delivered. And once you have settled and you have made the decisions that you're supposed to make, there's more elevation that is coming for you, and God will establish you in ministry, is what He's saying. He's going to establish you in ministry. <laughs> and uh, oh Lord, do I say it? So, although you know what He has ordained you to be, He is saying that you are going to be a mighty prophet. You might not see yourself right now prophesying, but you are already operating into the prophetic. He says you're going to be a mighty prophet. The gift of wisdom is going to make, make a lot of room for you, he says. And every promise that I have given you shall come to pass. Keep your heart open. Keep your mind open. Keep your spirit open. I love you, my, I love you, my son. And he calls himself the way maker. The way maker. Blessed and highly favored man of God, he says. <laughs> you will be my apostle to feed my sheep. Everything is going to be in its in timing. Timing, it has to do with timing. And steps, progression, steps of pro progression. And something about it being situated, some situated. Um, let me, I think it's best for me to talk to you off the air. Let me talk to you off the air. Let me, let me go back in a little and, and, and see. Yeah. Hallelujah, Jesus. But timing is everything. So in, in his own timing, he's actually preparing you right now. Through the gifts. He's actually preparing you through the gifts right now. So you can be a great shepherd. But he wants you to do some evangelism. So, you can, so you're able to get the the you're gonna be doing evangelism to be able to get the people to increase in the ministry, he says. The alignment is important. 
because this is what I have planned for you for this season. Everything is in season. So you walk in alignment until he releases you from that assignment. But your gifts will make room for you. You don't even start using your gifts yet there. So but your gift will, will make room for you, he says. Try it online as well. Try it online as well. And there will be testimonies. People, but there are some marketing that needs to be done. Marketing gonna need to be done for the ministry, he says. There is much healing to do in this time. And you, your gifts have gone unnoticed. There's much healing to do in this time. A lot of people need healing, he says. And there's a lot of conversion also that needs to be done. Ask him what strategy you're supposed to use to get what you need done. Ask him what strategy you're supposed to use. Ask him about the strategy that you're supposed to use and document it. You, 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 some of what you do, you will, you're going to need like help, networking assistance, networking assistance for folks to, for some, you know, to, to do what you need to get done in ministry. All right. And he also refers to your personality and what type of help you're gonna need. So, okay. So you and I can talk off air if there's anything else that he wants to see. He says something about he wants to talk in general to his people. Yes, Lord. We say both who say about Baba Yekendera Boshata. Okay, so now is the time that the Lord wants his people to get serious about missions. Now is the time God says he wants. There are many people who need help out there in the world. There are many persons who have gifts that have gone dormant. He says your gifts have gone dormant because you're not actively walking in it and practicing your gifts. So your gifts have gone dormant. Right. Um, those who you now is the time that you need to revive. There's revive even the ministries that you have. Some persons he says give up too easily. You'll come upon a roadblock and you just give up. You can't do that. Once you're on earth, you have a purpose, and God wants you to see the purpose through until the end. So you can't just give up just like that. He says, Don't give up. Huh? Um, Ian, I don't know if Ian is going to get this message. <laughs> okay, so fair skin Ian. So it's a, it's a reverend, it's a minister. Um, let me see if I can find a way to get to him. Um, Ian, minister. Now is the time for you to be unlocked. Now is the time 
says the Lord. <laughs> you have done some things for which I'm not pleased, but the Lord is saying that he's still going to use you. <laughs> he's going to use you to do his work. He's going to use you to do his work. He's going to use you to do his work because he loves you so much. And he says that you have been a blessing to others. And the you have a very loving heart. He says the Lord. Now is the time, and this is the season. It says for your purpose to be unlocked. Um, so it's not even about being overlooked. He says your purpose, your purpose needs to be unlocked. There are many young people that he needs you to help. Many young people, he needs you to help Ian. I'm seeing you, and I'm seeing you in some sort of white bush jacket kind of thing right now. So God wants to send you on some missions to help the youth in this time and season. So get ready. Get equipped. Get into the word. And the Lord is going to give you an anointing to equip you to do his work. Because you can't do it unless you have a certain type of anointing. There's a, a lot of opposition that you will get, even from within the church. So you have to have this particular covering, and you need this particular anointing. The Lord is going to give you to do the work. The field is ripe for the harvest, but laborers are few. There is, it, 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 there's a whole lot of work to do, but it's very difficult for him to get obedient people to do some of the work, what we call the dirty work, some work that people just don't like. People love office job. People love to sit on the church and look pretty. But people don't necessarily want to go out there to, you know, to, to feed my sheep, says the Lord. But I have called you to be like a, some sort of like a youth ambassador, he's saying. Right now, Ian. See Don't I don't want to call out your last name on the internet. So I wrote it down and I'll find a way to get this message to you. Youth ambassador. This is what God is calling you to do. In this time, I'm hearing something about a youth arm as well that he wants built. You're going to be like his Joshua to lead the people, he says. You're going to be some sort of Joshua for him in this time and season. <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm seeing Joshua. I'm seeing him walking like him walking through some riverbed. You're going to lead the people across and away, Baba, shut up from oppression. You're going to lead the people into a new area, show them a new leash on life. You're going to show the people that I am gracious and I am merciful and that I forgive. And you're going to show the young people that the stone that the builder rejected can become the chief cornerstone. So though each of us have our issues, 
the Lord tend to use the rejected and tend to even use our situations to as a testimony for others. And you're gonna be one such example to my people, he says, to my kingdom. My Joshua, who was formerly my Jeremiah. From you were very young, I called you, says the Lord. Called you from you were very, very young. I know your heart. There isn't anything that I don't know about you, says the Lord. And it is well. Show me somebody, but the issue is minuscule. Any, any opposing force that comes up against you, the Lord will take care of it. Sometimes the opposing force can come right there from inside of our immediate environment. So keep in prayer. Okay, so I'm also seeing Simone even now, Father, we thank you. We thank you for our purpose and we thank you for our ministry. We call for the blessing on our ministry and on our people. Even now, we declare that whatever purpose that you have established for her, that it be released in Jesus' name. Amen. So seeing the work that the Lord wants you to do is going to start today. So this says starting today. So the day not done yet. And you're going to also feed the sheep in an indirect way. You're going to be feeding the sheep as well, he says. So, all right, Lord, I thank you for allowing me the opportunity to be able to share with your people today on purpose. I pray that you will send them to connect to be able to receive what you have given me to share with them about purpose and the importance of receiving their purpose knowing about their purpose seeking you for their purpose getting their purpose unlocked so that when it is time for them to leave this earth that they would have already accomplished what you have predestined for them to do yes so lord we thank you for the network that you're building right now through this ministry. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the mentorship program that will come on stream. Yes, Lord. We thank you for the women who will need help because of their purpose that you're already lining up to send to the ministry, Lord. We thank you. We thank you that their purpose will be unlocked. We thank you that for many of those who experience abuse, whether it be mental, emotional, physical, sexually. Yes, Lord. We thank you that they will get a new leash on life. And that they will see that they're not failures. They will see that they weren't just meant to be mothers alone. Yes, that I both said that they will see the proper 31 woman coming through them. How industrious they are. How ambitious they are. They'll be able to see a new day. They'll be able to experience your love. And they'll be able to experience happiness through the use of the gifts that you have given them. 
We thank you for the children, mighty God, and we declare no weapon form against your children shall prosper. We declare that every purpose, hindrance, that a spirit that has been sent to your children through the television, yes, God, through the media, through the cartoons, through the movies, through the songs, all the spiritual assignments that have been sent to mess with the children, their mind, their will, their emotion, their attitudes, their behavior. Because the enemy does not want them to come to their purpose. We consider them bound. The witchcraft spells that have been coming from these activities, these movies, these games, that have sand, these apps. We consider them canceled in the name of Jesus. Every spell and every hex. We cancel them in the name of Jesus. We seal and we sign under the blood of the Seal under the blood of Jesus Christ. The electronic device is honorable shit that is being used as a machinery for the enemy to attack your people. And we clear that joy will come in the morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, any last words, visitors, before I say bye-bye to the people? <laughs> Praise the Lord for an awesome night. And, you know, can't wait to get that book. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So if it is, you have a choice of whether you want. Well, tonight it's just the Kindle or the e-book. If it is that you want the e-book, no. What persons can do, email me at holistichealingja at gmail.com. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. H-E-A-L-I-N-G-J-A at gmail.com. Uh, so if you're overseas, then I'll send you the PayPal link. If you're in Jamaica, if you have a Jamaican account, I can send you the local account number. You transfer it online, and then I will share with you the electronic book, right? Which is fairly easy. Easy and to me more navigatable than, than the Kindle, right? So... Mm -hmm that um the printed book will take a little while to get to you if you order the printed book online amazon has to print it then ship it to you all right so bear that in mind it will be twenty dollars um plus your whatever it is for shipping right i'm not too sure how much that is it should be much should be a normal cost okay anybody else um very good presentation enjoyed it thoroughly very interesting. Um, I hope that we can all begin to walk into a purpose or get closer to walking in totality in that in that year. God bless you all. Thank you. Marsha, quiet tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, so thank you everybody. Thank you so much for the Lord bless and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Is there anything that I'm missing? Um I don't think so. Marsha? Hey. <laughs> Hi. I love the message. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. In the book, for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Just chanting a little mean prayer. Will do. Will do. Will do. Will do. You're, you're, you're going to do fine. You're going to do well. There's greatness inside of you, my word. There is greatness inside of you. 
Thank oh, no, 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 Shatta, the Lord just want to use you. There is greatness. I just keep feeling the anointing just rise up upon me and while you're here, I'm seeing your name. And that's all. I'm just feeling the Lord over here and that I want to shatter. The blessing and the blessing of the Lord is continuing to raise upon you. As the Lord said that you're a remnant. Hmm? He says you're in training right now. Okay. For this gift inside of you that he wants to use. Yes, I want to bring it out also, you know. I want it to come out. <laughs> well, I want my purpose for sure. God wants you to fight in the spirit. God wants you to be a remnant warrior, he says. Purpose you to be a remnant warrior. Purpose you to be a remnant warrior. So they both share that I'm gonna tell you, I feel the pure cold bump just come upon me. Yeah, and your battles that you have, the Lord your God, He says He will fight your battles for you. Whatever battle that you're mm -hmm. facing right now, He says, just stand still. Just stand still, like Jehoshaphat said, just stand still. Stand still, and watch me work, says the Lord, for whatever it is that you're going through now, just stand still. Stand still. But his Holy Spirit is going to teach you, teach you in his way how to fight. Because you're young. I'm talking spiritually. Yeah. And there's a way to do things because there's greatness inside of you. And there's a lot that you're going to do in the future, he says. Amen. You're gonna be a mm, ah. I'm just seeing this. I'm just seeing uh, a part of the Lord's army right now. There's a greater works He says you're gonna do in His name. Just keep seeking Him. Yeah. Seek He, and He says you're more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. I'd like you, you guys to, to share and to like and to comment and to tell your friends to share and to like and to comment. And the ebook is easy for me to send to you guys. So, yeah. So keep in touch. Keep in touch via email and we will talk. Thank you so much, everyone. You can always get more about the ministry at Holistic Healing J holistichealingministries.com and you can email me at h-o-l-i-s-t-i-c-h-e-a-l-i-n-g-j-a at gmail.com have a wonderful night everyone all the best and i charge you to continue to walk in your purpose if you have started for those of you who have not to seek your purpose through the Lord is the way, the truth, and the life, and to live a purpose-driven life. I'll see you again because I'll definitely be coming out again to talk about purpose unlocked. See you soon. Bye-bye. Good night. God bless you. Good night. God bless you too. Bye. Good night. Good night.